Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of No Dumb Idea. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit of a chiller, spookier kind of, uh, night. We're recording a little bit later than we usually do. We got Gibbledang here, on the mic. One, two, followed by... In this corner, Wayne 195. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's me, Jesus Christ. No, it's uh, me, Dalla. And actually, speaking of spookiness, uh, we got ourselves a special guest, a good friend of ours. If you want to introduce yourself, yeah, it's Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've risen, y'all. I've risen. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. No, nah, this is this is spooky. Good night, y'all. Or spooky for short. Yeah, our friend, uh, longtime friend, spooky. Uh, yeah, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself uh, to 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 us again, to uh, to listeners for the first time? Hey, who are you? Yeah, I'd um, I'd consider myself like the king of California. I've been up and down. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't at, heard at of them, who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm originally from the Central Valley. Just uh, been out here in the Bay Area studying music, teaching music for the past ten years, and uh, you know, just uh, soaking up all that, all that Bay Area culture. Originally, I'm from the Central Valley, which is a desert. And, uh, yeah, I'm really excited to be here today. I've always been into, like, counterculture, subcultures. Um, I just really enjoy media. Do you have a favorite? Top ten, go. Uh, especially, like... Top ten media is good. Uh, what's your, what's your favorite, favorite kind what's of media? What's your medias? favorite media? Well, my favorite media would probably have to be uh, movies. For sure, film. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, the answer was Laserdisc. <laughs> sorry, no, the answer was Laserdisc. Laserdisc. Yeah. <laughs> we were looking for Laserdisc. <laughs> Yo, I just saw a laser disc for the first time in Rasputin's. I oh, never, nice. never knew they were that big. Yeah. Well, did you take a picture of it? <laughs> take no, a picture with it. <laughs> Whoa, look at this. Exist, take a picture of me with the laser disc. <laughs> yeah. Thumbs up. <laughs> look, at, it's, look at my hand in comparison. <laughs> look how old it is. Also, this is just a side note. Mm. I mean, shit, Rasputin's just sells so much pornography. Oh. <laughs> I don't oh, know yeah. if you guys knew that. I, so much pornography. I porn. knew they did. It's really fun to go there on a date. And look at porn. <laughs> and look at porn together. No joke. It was so nice. It just, it's like, uh, hey, babe, you want to go to uh, Rasputin's? Yeah, I love the music there. They have music? <laughs> Is that music? <laughs> Bro, we, we went there looking for a copy of Blood In, Blood Out on DVD. Oh, nice. And uh, we, we, we bought four porn. You bought the porn version? Dick in, dick out. <laughs> dick in, dick out. <laughs> yeah. Sick shit. Yeah. But yeah, shit. No, the recipes love that place. I feel like I go there and I end up like leaving with like a stack of like Blu-rays or a stack of like CDs. I've been getting into vinyl lately too, so that's one thing I've been kind of, which is so bad for me. <laughs> Just more shit I don't need. A coworker of mine was telling me the the history behind Rasputin's. And um, yeah, if you're if you're a non-Californian listener, basically Rasputin's is like this crazy music store with uh, DVDs, maybe some video games, bunch of vintage stuff, really popular. Um, vintage, Jesus, you can sound older. And I know at this point, right? Yeah. Um, very similarly, there's also a uh, a record store, exact same kind of deal, called Amoeba, and they both started out in the Bay Area. Um, Amoeba blew up way more than uh than Rasputin's but what I found out was that the original like workers from Rasputin's were being treated like shit and they're just like oh let's buy out a bunch of the stock 
and go start our own fucking record store, which ended up being um, Amoeba. <laughs> it ended up being Best now Buy. Now Amoeba's <laughs> ended up being Best Buy. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. I think I, I remember hearing yeah, that. So now Amoeba is like way bigger. You know what? I, Rasputin does have a much more like oppressive vibe, just in, in general. I will say because <laughs> Amoeba's a lot more like fun. Yeah. They also do concerts. Like Metallica played at Amoeba the UC, or the the Berkeley Amoeba. Yeah, yeah. I think they do like annual concerts. I, I find when I go because like there's the Rasputins and Amoeba and Berkeley, and they're not too. They're literally like across the street, and like right. I Amoeba's usually a bit better in my opinion. Rasputin's solid for yeah. what you know. Sometimes it's just. It's just like basically, if they don't have it at Amoeba, I want to check out a recipe or just some, you know, go look at porn, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Alrighty, spooky. So, why don't you tell us how your uh, your week has been going? My week has been a little traumatic in all fronts, but you know, I'm here thriving. It's been kind of traumatic socially and environmentally, but I had a pretty good day of uh, teaching guitar and teaching general music to a bunch of little kiddos. You know, and um, actually this weekend, I saw Species for the first time. Hell yeah. And right after watching Species, I immediately thought to text Dalla, because it looked right up his alley. Oh yeah. And then I saw the end credits, and then I see that it's uh, an H.R. Guider movie. Or it's a... Like design. The creature from Species is based on designs from H.R. Geiger. I don't know if it's like a previous design and they use it for the movie, or... There was like direct collaboration, but I was like, "Whoa!" Like I feel like if Dala hasn't seen this, <laughs> which I have, he should get on it because it's so good. It's oh, yeah. uh, the, the creature design's so great. I'm a big fan of like women's sexuality being like weaponized to kill people. Yeah, oh yeah, it's and, like that's what that movie's about. It's cool. Teeth. Have you seen the movie so Teeth? Good. I won't spoil anything teeth? for you. Ah, ah, I've seen Teeth <laughs> a long time ago. It used to be uh, it used to come up a lot, like on IFC. Like the there's yeah. like. A, there was that like movie channel it would show up a lot of the times it was like i'd watch that a lot and then i'd watch may a lot but i don't really remember teeth very often i remember the like the pivotal scene like at the end the climax but i don't really remember so much of that movie like what what goes on before but it was always growing up that in like the movie may i don't know if you guys have seen may but they should make uh <clears throat> they should make teeth too Teeth too. What, yeah, teeth back? too. But it's a butthole. Uh, yeah, butthole. <laughs> yeah. It's a gay guy this time or something. I don't it's know. a gay guy. Wait, I feel like I've heard this joke before. It's <laughs> low hanging <laughs> fruit. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, species is great. Too, I mean, it's a guy with a, a wiener, and his wiener uh, has, has teeth. teeth in it yeah. on the outside, <laughs> like a Stegosaurus. Or it's like the top, uh, the, the balls would be like the bottom jaw and the dick would be the top. <laughs> so it'd be like, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> so gross. Like a sock puppet. Um, but yeah, tell us more about your week. Man, so Species was dope. I mean, I just love like that her fucking nipples are fucking tendrils that can pierce yeah, that through like up. objects. <clears throat> uh, her, her eyes and face, like the CGI on it, it was really cool because as I was watching it, I was really like trying to see the make out the features and it's like a movie from the 90s so it's kind of like they do a lot of hiding of the creature but when you do see it it looks really dope and it looks very very like just grotesque and alien but also still beautiful like the actress is beautiful the character is beautiful but like very 
disturbingly beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, a, I'm just a big fan of that. I, I like it when creatures are killed in, like, a lake of fire, and that's kind of what happens at the end. Spoilers, sorry. But it's... It, 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 I, was, I was very much, uh, like, into it. And I put it on on a whim. I was yeah. just like, yeah, I'll, uh, let me just watch it right quick. I was gonna say, that's one thing that's, like, very much H.R. Geiger is, like, sex and genitals and, like, yeah. biomechanicalism. And aliens. And... Yeah. It's yeah. Like, Hell yeah. And, so that that movie is very much an encapsulation of, like it almost feels like it's more his movie, but I guess it I, is very American too. I forgot. Is that uh, Guillermo del Toro? Didn't he direct one of those? Ooh, You're thinking uh, of uh, Mimic uh, or Mimic? I'm probably thinking of Mimic. Because yeah. that's another green one from like. That's exactly that what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, it's another green one with like three sequels or some shit. Mimic's good. That too. one also Mimic. has a sexy creature in it too. Yeah, God. those cockroaches. <laughs> yeah, I. This this movie also made me like remember the movie Splice. Yeah, that movie. Which, I, yeah, that movie fucked me up. <laughs> yeah, it, it's similar. It's not exactly the same. Um, I mean, both the creatures are like man-made, but species is more of like they get they get a uh, DNA from like Mars or some shit like that. Yeah. Um. It reminded me a lot of that, and I loved the movie Species, and it was, I don't know, for some reason, childhood friends of mine used to call me Species for some reason. <laughs> I don't know, Do you remember that, Dala? Splice! Oh, Splice! That's, yeah. <laughs> that's right, right? Remember? I don't know I don't know how that yeah. happened, what started, what was the reason, but that was a I, nickname. I think while. it was one of our good friends. <laughs> splice. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We'd call it, like, shut up, Splice. Oh! Bruh, I, I think I'm I think I'm remembering actually it's because there's like a, a gender change in yeah. that movie. And I as 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 a uh, a young young man in my hometown uh, wasn't very forward thinking, so my femininity kind of like made people think that uh, he had long hair and yeah. yeah, I had long hair. That was the only thing jeans. Jesus Christ. All my friends were girls. So yeah. I think that's how it started. So they called you the, the <laughs> a, a, a fucking creature splice. That's right. Jesus. That's right. And then I moved to the bear. Yeah. And, <laughs> and now it's a good thing. From it's home. endearing nickname. <laughs> now, it's, now it's endearing. It's cool points. I'm accepted <laughs> in all endearing. circles. <laughs> now I get called splice every day and it doesn't even hurt my feelings anymore. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah and now yeah. I, I just really want to watch the movie Splice. Immediately after seeing Species, I saw another great movie. I just mentioned it, May. I hadn't mm. seen that movie since high school. What is it about? Because I've May seen is the such a poster. Good movie. I think uh-huh. I've seen that one. So, May, I after watching it, I can't tell if there's like a lot of paranormalness to it, but the movie comes off pretty like just like uh it's just the story of a really socially awkward girl right like she's born with like a, a lazy eye doesn't get it fixed until uh until the movie starts really and um so she kind of grew up very meek very quiet she mm-hmm. works as like a, a vet assistant so she's just around animals all the time mm-hmm. and um she has this weird doll oh, that her abusive right. verbally abusive mother gave to her and was like don't touch this fucking doll but <laughs> It is yeah. your only friend. So she kind of grows up being, like, very contactless. And, yeah. you know, everyone avoids her because she's kind of weak and, like, well, not weak, excuse me, like, meek. You know, she doesn't really... Yes, quiet. Uh, you know, s- exert herself. herself or anything like that. Mm-hmm. 
you know, she's in the background. She hides behind her hair. That's, like, a big part of, like, the first ten minutes of the movie is hiding behind her hair yeah. to hide her lazy eyes. She gets her glasses fixed because of her benefits as a, as a technician in a vet place, I'm assuming. Oh, gotcha. But then the world starts to realize that she's, like, super cute. Like, the actress is super cute. She kind of reminds me of the original OG uh, Wednesday uh, Adams actress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is her. I thought that her was name. her. Christina Ricci. Lionel Richie. Is yeah. that her? I'm pretty sure it is. Oh! Lionel Richie. Oh! Yeah, I'm oh, pretty geez. sure it's Lionel Richie. <laughs> well, Lionel Richie could get it, y'all. She's really cute. And then just gotcha. the, the the hair, and she wears glasses, and I'm just like, all right, cool. Like, Whoa, cool. babe, I like, didn't know you wear glasses. You know what's funny is... So, uh, you telling the, the description about the vet thing it's funny because like i feel like i always see the cover for may on tubi like the streaming site tubi mm. and it's always right next to i think it's called american jane or something it's the one where the lady has like a bone saw and she's a serial killer or it's like a Mar- like mary american mary or something but i feel like the two of them uh, and they're american both about psycho like, 2 starring it, no, it, it, it looks like it should be but it's not fuck let me look it up but yeah go on <laughs> sorry just made me think of that no no just the the movie's super good not to give away so much but she starts to um kind of be manipulative in a way throughout the movie as she's gaining her new like this new like feminine like kind of edge Mm -hmm. you know she's um she starts to she always even before she gets glasses she Mm -hmm. mentions like oh i like certain people's body parts like i i fixate on somebody's neck somebody's legs thighs somebody's arms and then eventually i remember to replace a doll her doll that gets broken yeah she becomes a werewolf like life is crumbling no that's ginger snap (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) another good uh, another good scary like chick flick but not really i don't know um Uh, female empowerment movie horror movie yeah i mean that's how i would say it um these nuts she ends up just making a doll out of like all of the parts she collects from the new people that start Mm -hmm. to give her attention as she's now a beautiful like edgy kind of nerd girl uh and uh she makes a doll and it comes alive at the end and i'm just like yo i didn't get any sense of paranormal throughout the movie but i love that at the very end there's just this like kind of like it's alive like this this, what if like, it's like her doll made of all these beautiful sexy parts just comes alive and hugs her and that's how the movie ends and i i love that shit so much i imagine that's like um psychological or it's like not nah, maybe it's like that's the thing it's meant to be like oh is it real or is this in her mind because mm, i imagine so if there's no see. hint it's probably gonna be in her mind huh that's that's so funny because that um that reminds me of this movie i saw when i was a kid and it's like it was like a DVD 10 pack my dad had bought from somewhere where it's like a hundred scary movies that'll scare your face off but a majority of the, oh, a majority of them were like public domain horror movies from like the 1930s mm-hmm. the 1970s um, mm-hmm. and one of them was like a it was a, a slasher movie um, where this guy was going around cutting people up well, I, I forgot if it was a guy, but basically at the end, it turns out he was making a... Like, he had an abusive mother, too. Yeah, they had an abusive mother character. And they were piecing together this giant, like, doll. Um, and 
at the end, the cop, it's not like a happy note, at the end, I think the cops break in, they kill the killer or whatever, and when they open the, um, the, like, fucking, <laughs> it's just in a cabinet, too, that when they open up the cabinet, like, this fucking doll person comes walking out, and it ends with, like, them, like, what the fuck, <laughs> fucking chasing the, uh, detective or whatever, or, like, about to grab the detective. This uh, is from the 30s, or? I think it's, like, from the 70s. Okay. I was like, that's some pretty I'll advanced stuff for the it. 30s. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. I love that. Because that sounds exactly like what you said. And I promise I didn't make it up this time. <laughs> You're like, actually, yeah, that was just the uh, that was just May. It was the same movie. Oh wait, oh wait, no, I, <laughs> I made that up. Damn it. No, just kidding. <laughs> I didn't. Okay, I was like, bitch. <laughs> I didn't. Or did I? Ooh, spooky. Ooh, that's the spookiness of this uh, episode. I've, I've been on a like a big spooky kick for the past two months, really since August. Yeah. I've just been playing some like some scary video games in my off time, like on weekends mainly. <laughs> I start to play this one like little like random RPG game called uh, Fear and Hunger. I don't know if you guys have heard about it. In Las Vegas? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> the sequel. <laughs> this. This movie is actually like a mix, or not movie, this game is like a mix of Berserk, and then kind of like, I don't know, more like um, like JRPG dungeon crawls, I guess. It takes place in the dungeons of fear and hunger. Interesting. You can play as like four characters, there's like a, there's a character that's exactly like Casca from Berserk. There's a character uh, that's kind of like a Thor Guts mix. Yeah. He's kind of the... The, the girl character, she's the knight character of the four. She's kind of really overpowered, really strong, a lot of armor. Oh, and then there's this... This looks um, cool as shit. I looked it up. There's, oh, you looked it It's It's yeah. really, really dope. Very um, much inspired by Berserk. Yes, yes. Like, so many story points are, you know, pretty much, like, pulled from Berserk. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's this, like, barbarian warrior class that's, like, a cannibal. So that's how you heal in the game. The game is, like, you don't... Like the title is Fear and Hunger, like you lose your sanity and your uh, you start to starve as you progress throughout the dungeon. So there's health, insanity, and then hunger. So um, like the barbarian character can eat eat people after you kill them. And then there's a mercenary thief, which was like my favorite always uh, character to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. super can be super overpowered. Really, really cool. Kind of makes the game really easy for the first third. Um, and then there's like the hard mode, which is like a dark mage who's physically weak, but gets like access to necromancy. So you can just start to revive corpses and skeletons that you come across in the game. And it's all turn-based. It's really, really dope. There's so many, there's like a big like YouTube online community about it. And that's, I love shit like that. Like if I can get into like something small, but there's like a dedicated fan base yeah, that can really, really keep me occupied for like seasons at a time. Like, well, like well, I've been well. on this game for like four months, you know? So yeah, oh, I've just been That's, playing yeah. that a lot. And then the, what's the it RE4 on? remake. Sorry, what's the... What's it on? I have it on Steam. Okay. Because I would, yeah, I need yeah. to get on that. Yeah, sorry, you're saying RE4 remake? Yeah, yeah, I played the RE4 remake, which I think has been out since April. Mm-hmm. But I just got it and, like, got the DLC. Like, right as I bought it, the DLC came nice. out a day yeah. later. Yeah. And the DLC is so sick. I don't know if either of you have played it, but I love Ada Wong. And this DLC, like, really, really made her even more so than Resident Evil 6 and Resident <laughs> Evil 2 remake. Six. It made Ada Wong more of, like, a 
like a pivotal character or something. Uh, just like a, a pivotal badass character. Yeah. Like I want a game only of Ada. Like she's oh, so yeah. cool, she's very so charming, cool. very. She deserves her own game. Like that should be RE9. Like I want Ada Wong uh, just tearing it up, and maybe Player Two's Hunk. Uh, you know. Just, oh man. The 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 game was really dope, and I. I've just been playing those two games a lot whenever I get a chance to play games if I'm not watching movies or doing something with music. So I'm you, playing with my cats. You know, it's so funny. Um, I so I, I was going to suggest that you play Baldur's Gate if you like the kind of point-and-click RPG, uh, turn-based stuff. Really fun. It's on uh-huh. Right now it's on PC and PS5. Um, so you're kind of... If you don't have any of those, you're a little limited. Um and speaking of Resident Evil 4, funny enough, I just re-downloaded Steam. Um, I deleted it because I was playing Baldur's Gate, and it <laughs> kept deleting my save files or corrupting them. Hmm. After so like play Baldur's 70 Gate. hours. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's for me, because I don't know if I had enough space. But um, since downloading a, a, a hard drive, or <laughs> I didn't download a hard drive, I bought a hard drive. Um, you wouldn't steal a just, car, would you? No, I just would downloaded you download the space, and then I had more space. Yeah. <laughs> it was a quick fix. There you um, go. <laughs> yeah, so I was trying to download Baldur's Gate on this new hard drive, and it kept giving me issues, and it kept stopping and stopping, and I was like, fuck this, I'm quitting Baldur's Gate, whatever. I deleted Damn. Steam. Uh, I re-downloaded Steam today. I tried to download Baldur's Gate wasn't working and uh, I'm like you know what fuck it I'm gonna re-download Resident Evil 4 um, so yeah I just started re-downloading Resident Evil 4 and I really want to play that DLC it's so fun um, she feels completely different than Leon much more like I, I wanted the whole game to play as Ada Yeah. I mean I think you get like 5 or 6 chapters in the DLC which is pretty cool it's like in total it's Ooh. like if you take your time, it's like eight hours of gameplay. And um, I was just really like, yo, I, I just started playing Mercenaries. I started, I redid the, the DLC because I was just like, I just want to control Ada, like yeah. for this game in these like <laughs> systems, you know, like with these controls. Super fun. I love her design, the red and black. I'm sure there's, um, uh, if you have it on PC, you could probably get mods to play as Ada the whole time. Uh, if it's PC. See, I've oh, never sure. really gotten into mods. I only have a system. Gotcha. And, uh, I don't know. I never... I, I always like... I like the idea of mods, but I feel like downloading... That extra step, that, that's what all that that's does it for it, me. Yeah, I'm a little lazy. Like, fair. I'm just <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, I don't want to download. And then like, if it doesn't work the first time, you're like, all right, fuck mods. <laughs> yeah. Never play this game again. No, I was going to say, um, you brought up... Because this is, this is horrible for me, too. Like, this brings up horrible horrible times in my life but you mentioned your your uh your Baldur's gate got corrupted i mean has that has that happened for any other game for you no just that one or you dollar um i remember like i mean the best i could think of is i had Donkey Kong country 2 on like a game boy advance and i had like 110 percent it or whatever the hell the like because you could do that and then i let someone borrow it when i got it back it was like they deleted my save I remember file. you telling me that I was that so mad because they're like sick this is mine for the week and then they just restarted everything yeah and I was like it was and me the thing guys is, it was me yeah yeah <laughs> I was trying to bury the lead I'm, I'm over it therapy yeah. you know it's been five years of therapy but starting to get over it yeah. no but go on that's happened to me with a lot of games unfortunately 
Um, I, uh, I have a PS4. I'm really into like FromSoft games, and uh, I put in a lot of time on Bloodborne. Dala can probably attest to this when we <laughs> lived together. I played that shit for like 13 yeah, back months. Back when we were married. Straight. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then again, during the pandemic, I like played two like more run-throughs of Bloodborne. But my first run-through of Bloodborne, I like New Game Plus it all the way to New Game Plus 7, which is like Jesus. the hardest difficulty. That's where the, the, the cap ends, you know? Wow. So I put in over 300 hours into that game because there's so much you can do. You can farm in these like dungeons that are random and uh, just putting in like all the stats after a while. I mean, after New Game Plus 1, it, it gets you like level up at maybe every three hours like it it gets to that point and um i put in so much time had the, like a dope dope motherfucking character <laughs> and uh it corrupted and 300 hours like gone like a, a year of my life gone really you know Jeez. and um i had to put it down for for like months like months i yeah. did not want to play bloodborne i moved on to dark souls 3 and i was like but it's not though it's not it doesn't have like half the charm it doesn't have half the design um it, it yeah like that happened to me once and then there was another time this is probably the worst one maybe i mean when i was a kid it really hurt but it was my first pokemon game uh sapphire pokemon sapphire i had over 200 hours on that too you know, I had so many teams of level 100 that I grinded my own self. I had like Deoxys, I had like all these exclusives, and then it got corrupted one day. Fuck. And that really hurt too. Damn. Yeah. Fucking Yeah, it was really depressing. Really depressing. I know, it's sad. I'm. And then, of course, I think most people that have Pokemon uh, Silver on the Game Boy Color, or Game Boy, I think, um, I mean, those ones. All those old Game Boy cartridges that are Pokemon, like they they be corrupted pretty fast. Yeah. Same thing happened with that. And you know what? Speaking of corruption, uh, Dala, how has your week been? Been corrupt, chill. son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> fucking made millions off of uh, money laundering. Some, yeah, you know, selling out all the cocaine I made from money laundering. Uh, Wait, so you money the... laundered and then made cocaine? Yeah, I mean, and then all the cocaine I made from pimping out the cocaine no but um the week's been pretty chill i mean not too much i mean i did like a couple movie marathons so this will lead to my uh my wreck and morty's for the october season sure, yeah uh, that's right this... you reckon rick and my Mort- rick rick and morty conditions i think they yes were. this is my uh this week's wreck and mortardations whatever the fuck turduckins uh i rewatched uh, so both these movies Can't are actually that, I rewatched. Bro. I rewatched <laughs> Turduckins 2020, dude, bro. Can't say that. It's okay. My mom's a Turduckin. It's 2023. Oh, your mom's a, turdu- a Turduckin. Yeah, it's okay. I'm half. I'm half I'm Turduckin. I'm so sorry. So I'm Turkey. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. But not the chicken. I didn't part. know. No. <laughs> but uh, I rewatched the thing. You know, the classic, great fucking movie. Nice, with a nice. Group of friends, solid. Um, just highly recommend you know seeing the original John Carpenter go go out and check it out, or I should say the remake because it's technically a remake. I mean, go watch the original too. Even go watch the original too because even that one's like pretty uh, cool. It's like a '30s movie. Um, the other one I actually kind of want to recommend that I think it kind of needs to get a little bit boost in like popularity is uh. So I watched Saturday the 14th, the movie on Saturday the 14th, 
and mm. it's a goofy 80s it came out like 81 it's not even like a parody of like friday the 13th is the weird part because it's it not like a like j- it at all <laughs> no it's it's vampire like haunted house movie but it, it's pretty funny it's, it's got its moments um it reminds me of like transylvania 6681 or whatever it is yeah that one movie with jeff gold with uh the fly Transylvania um, yeah. six five thousand. yeah six five thousand that one's it's great it's fun um or both of them actually those are both those two would make a great double feature if you want like a light-hearted comedy 80s you know like horror movie um yeah, like I think they're pretty kid friendly too. At least um, Saturday the Fourteenth. Uh, I'm gonna give a couple book book recos. Uh, the Ooh, first one, a little bit of boo rex. Yeah, my boo boo rex. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the K is short for recommendations. No, um, these are two books that actually have like scared me in the past. Uh. The first one being The Sandman, Neil Gaiman's The Sandman, uh, the volume one. I think it's Preludes and Nocturnes, I think, is the title. Uh, I mean, if you've read it, you know, 24, ish, 24 hours, the issue, uh, 24 hours is just fucking Jesus. horrendous. I think you've you've read it, right, Gib? Oh, yeah. Sandman is one of my favorite um, pieces of literature, and I will describe yes. it that way, uh, oh, totally. ironically. Yeah, and, was, and that's why I'm like I'm putting it up there with my other recommendation. And, um, Ray Bradbury's Illustrated Man, if any of you have read that, it's um, I mean I assume y'all know who Ray Bradbury is, the guy fucking Fahrenheit 451. Um, no, he's like a no. author yes. from. All right, so I'm getting a maybe. Collect uh, the average of the yes and no is a maybe. So I'm gonna move on. <laughs> uh, no, he, he's, he's like an author from like the 60s, does a lot of like sci-fi, heavy sci-fi. Um, but Illustrated Man is a um, anthology book, a bunch of short stories. And the like, pre- it's kind of cool because the premise um, is there's this guy with all these tattoos and each tattoo leads to the story. So there's like, a, you know, it's like, oh, you have like a rocket ship uh, tattoo. And then he it like kind of like leads into the story of like, and this is the story that scared me the most. I think it's called Rocket Ship. And essentially, it's just, it starts off and then a rocket explodes. And then we get the perspective of a guy kind of just floating in space. And he's just like, well, shit, I'm dead. That is terrifying. And like, well, and the part that scared the fuck out of me, I remember he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm flying through space. I'm just, I'm going to be dead. I'm going to starve before I hit anything. And he looks down and his hand's missing. He's like, oh, because he's flying so fast in the vacuum of space that like, pieces of him are getting hit by medi- like meteors essentially oh no like, like oh. it's so cold he doesn't feel it's just like oh my god just oh, so existentially Jesus Christ that's terrifying yeah, it's yeah that's that one's the most scary in, out of there's another one I remember being pretty scary all kind of it's essentially like almost the end of the earth, end of the world and everyone's like it's like the day before and everyone's aware so it's like that one's also pretty <laughs> alright guys the world's ending tomorrow <laughs> yeah. get ready we got Black yeah. Friday sales coming up <laughs> oh god yeah. alright guys you guys gotta clock in early tomorrow 6am we do have the end of the world <sighs> tell sale. you what I'll, uh, I'll give you tomorrow off just cause you know y'all are doing so well but yeah that was uh, a fucking... uh, I can't come into work today I'm not feeling too good <laughs> <laughs> the earth is not feeling too good <laughs> But uh, yeah, check, check those out. I mean, Illustrated Man. It's been a minute since I read Illustrated Man, but I, I remember it being pretty solid. I mean, obviously, like I said, it's pretty fucking existentially dreadful, at least. Um, yeah, that sucks big time. That is a big fear yeah. of mine. Um, although yeah. it's like, 
not like it's anything Flying I have to space. worry about. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's, it's still something in the back of my mind that I'm just like, you know, why? Hey, I think. Don't yeah, I think, I think. I think I read that in high school, or maybe like going into college, and that's where I was like, "Oh, this is what would happen." Like, fuck that. <laughs> like, yeah, never. Um, oh, and just one last thing um, for my week. Uh, yesterday, I went to an improv show that was. Uh, it's pretty fun. It was um, nice. the improv class students yeah, like kind of did their like um, presentation essentially. It's fun shit. It was uh, <laughs> you could definitely tell there's like who's the who's the people there that are like too like I'm the main character or I'm no, the like the popular one. Yeah. But then you could tell there's like the people the act, that are the like the theater kids. Basically, the ones the that are, like, jumping kids. in on every scene, and you're like, okay, what about the other people that haven't jumped in, or, like... But then there's, like, somewhere you're like, oh, you're you're doing this to kind of get the skills, because you want to be a writer, and maybe this will help, or, like... Mm-hmm. There's this one guy who's really character cool. Character lo- yeah, bas- yeah, basically, like, being able to write and character development and kind of, like, you know, go with it. Um, there's this one guy that was, like, really great, but I, I just... He was kind of typecasting himself to this, like, little sniveling, like maniacal guy like me but i like he was so good at it and i was like damn don't typecast yourself too much guy come on get some range (laughs) what about you Gib? what you got going for the past week or so yeah so you know listening to some new music uh not necessarily a new artist kind of an artist i've been following for a while uh the drums uh funny enough uh spooky and i are are big uh the drums fans and true. yeah, I've been kind of following their music for a long time now. Really fun, like synthy, summery kind of poppy vibes. Um, that was very much in their like earlier stuff. And their last three albums in particular, I want to say starting from like 2016. In 2016, they released an album called Abysmal Thoughts. Uh, which that one had a it had a really fun like darker kind of like I don't want to say edge to it but it was like it was like the the singer Johnny Pierce was kind of I'm partying a lot or I'm like you know like there's a song called blood blood under my belt and it's very much like uh but it's very much like a uh there's like a recklessness to that album if that makes sense you know like an album that's very much like I am being reckless I'm in my reckless stage uh and then there was an album three years after that i believe in 2019 called brutalism and that one very much kind of chronicled his like uh like him having to move on from his past and kind of kind of come to terms with like the i guess the present or you know failed really like like coming out of that reckless phase um uh, mm-hmm. And then he just had a... And that one was a little more bouncy, a little more, like, upbeat. It didn't feel as, like, downtrodden as the uh, as, as the first album I mentioned. Yeah, and that leads to this new album. Came out uh, Friday the 13th, funny enough, called Johnny. Um, I guess self... Not self-titled. But uh, this one is much more, like... Uh, it's it still got that, like, synthy kind of drums pop to it. But it's... There's, like, a somber kind of, like there's a very reflective kind of tone on it. it it seems like it's very much him coming to terms with like his trauma in life and like uh you know just things that i've had you're smiling over there dollar what's uh 
I like the it's album a, art. What do you want to tell the class? Huh? I like the album art. I looked up. Oh, the, the album art is great. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> <was> like, oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, sorry. That's the thing. I like once I once I bring the album. <laughs> that's up, what I'm drew like, me okay, in. Click the phone. <laughs> click the phone off. <laughs> no, it's just. I mean, it's it's also funny enough. Very much representative mm-hmm. of what the album is. Like he's laying it all out. He's okay. bare. Fair. Um, it's very much like him trying to find honesty within himself and like be kind to himself and i don't know it's a very interesting three last albums kind of very much a trilogy almost sounds very much yeah it's uh it's fun and it's, it's fun is it aren't these last three albums where he's kind of really taken over in the direction of the group like it's no longer really a band and much more like uh well johnny's kind of like a single or like their own thing yeah that was the thing i think it was um okay so i I don't know if they have six albums right now but i I think they do because it's it's the drums and then portamento encyclopedia and then it goes into uh, abysmal thoughts thoughts. brutalism first three the first three were from when uh the band was a band and it was a duo um, and I guess that's where it was more like, uh, since there were more people having hands on it, it wasn't as self-reflective or as, uh, that's where it was much more like summary pop, like, I don't know, not like there wasn't much substance to the lyrics, but it was, um, it wasn't as like vulnerable. Um, mm-hmm. and that kind of didn't start happening until the, it was just Johnny, Johnny Pierce, um, and yeah, he's been doing the last three albums, I guess, on his own, maybe with a recording team. But uh, right, yeah, pretty fire stuff. I definitely, definitely recommend that. Absolutely, yeah, that definitely. sounds awesome. I didn't even know there was a new release. I want to check that out. Yeah, it's oh, good. Yeah, it's got some. Um, like I said, it's somber, but it's really nice. I was say drums are cool. I like their like stuff, but I definitely don't listen to them enough. But I do like visiting them, so I'll definitely have to give it a listen to. I love the drums so much because they remind me of my favorite band, The Smiths. And The <laughs> Smiths has like they they're uh, they're pretty much a duo with like a backing team, you know, behind them, but it was uh, you know, Stephen Patrick Morrissey singing, doing lyrics and then Johnny Marr writing like all of the music. And I felt like those first two albums especially of the drums was like Very, the successor yeah. of The Smiths. It felt know? like it. It felt like it at points. And now that the drums are kind of, it's just, it's a Johnny show. It's kind of like, that's what happened with the Smiths. Uh, Morrissey went off to be his own and started to write very, very, like, revealing, very vulnerable music. Much more so than the music of the band, which was, like, more, they were speaking, I guess, like, uh, as the audience to, I guess, like, the world, Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so you bringing this up, this trilogy, I'm like, oh, I want to go back and listen to them all now. Yeah, yeah. Listen to it with that kind of perspective, because that's kind of what I've, yeah. I've gotten from it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's very nice, very therapeutic. Another thing I wanted to bring up too, uh, that I thought was kind of interesting. Um, they just announced, or I guess Disney Plus just announced a uh, live-action Gargoyles series with okay. um, no actors, but the team behind it is going to be uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Atomic Monster which is the team that works uh what is it james wan like james wan's uh like horror studio production uh which that's Mm -hmm. what get gets me intrigued um i guess side note or something that kind of works in tangent with that 
Um, <laughs> oh yeah, this that's right. Daredevil Reborn got canceled. Well, it didn't get canceled. It's getting it's like reworked. retooled. Yeah. It's getting retooled, um, and a big part of that is because of the writer's strikes. So it's actually um, it's a blessing in disguise, uh, mainly because now uh, Disney, Marvel, whoever it is, uh, they're not just gonna film everything, and then in post oh, then they're gonna figure it. out. Yeah, yeah, and figure out what didn't work. Like, now they're actually gonna fucking... Do a pilot. Have writers, and have Bibles, and have the... Which is funny, because another podcast was talking about this earlier, but it's like, Marvel is finally gonna start doing the things that you kind of think that TV shows and companies do already, but yeah. I guess not. I mean, they... Usually TV shows do it, it's just Marvel's trying to, like... Sounds like... Like, yeah, fuck it. We're not gonna pay for that. Well, it's no. Usually, it's way. like executives. Like, but yeah. it's the executives that are like, nah, this, not yeah. that. F- that. Fucked up thing too. Uh, sorry, a lot of different side notes. Um, <laughs> it, it was revealed that in X Men Three, the the Last Stand, at one point, Hi- uh, Halle Berry wasn't signed on yet. So mm-hmm. they lie. Well, they they made a fake script that like the opening scene was Storm. Um, uh, saving a bunch of like kids in Africa yeah. they gave it to uh, and they were telling the, the director at the time they're like yeah uh, this is just to lure her in we're not really going to film this so uh, fuck you know yeah yeah That's executives are so fucked yeah yeah executives are fucked but um, yeah. yeah with that being said I think I think gargoyles in this new age of like you know <laughs> conscious writing hopefully it's going to be Hopefully it's going to be fun. But uh, speaking yeah. of gargoyles that uh, that live together, and you know, uh, you know, we're a bunch of gargoyles that used to live together. Um, that brings me on to the the topic, the, the topic mm-hmm. of the week, right? So yeah, we're a bunch of people that you wouldn't have expect us to live together in the same shared space. So uh, with that in mind, I was thinking, what movies? standalone movies right now do you think could fit into other standalone movie universes like without a hitch you know you could either yeah. come up with your own premise you don't there doesn't have to be a like a this for a fucking forrest gump versus jason movie you know what i mean um <laughs> but like uh i guess for example um doctor who and house the show <laughs> whoa <laughs> yeah house becomes doctor who so for example um funny enough you brought up dala you brought up the uh the theme earlier oh earlier yeah i was actually thinking um With so you know you got the thing in antarctica it would it would make sense too it would kind of make sense Tom, uh, just fucking around but yeah kind it would kind of only because they're both from space that was just, um, to be fair. I was like, it is a shapeshifter, I guess, too. So I was like, shit, exa- yeah, works, yeah. Surprisingly, but um, that's not. What I was joking around. I was trying to be. No, but um, something I was thinking: the Blob, the Blob, either both the original, like yeah. 1950s, whatever, or the remake uh, from yeah. the 80s. They could yeah. both kind of be slotted into the same, uh, like, world that's... of conspiracy and like uh, tension, where in Antarctica you got the thing going on. And in America, although it's not a alien creature, it's a man-made creature. You got the events mm-hmm. of uh, the Blob happening, and that's kind of one, uh, you know, just one little, one little example. example. If, uh, that's yeah. you know, it's funny. It's like those. There's like a 
for me, there's like a, and I, I mean, I'm sure most people would agree. There's like a quadrilogy of, of 80s remakes that are just fucking gold. It's Top those tier. two, The Fly, and um, this one's a little bit more, maybe not like gold, but Silver is uh, Invaders from Mars. All are like remakes from 50s movies or like 40s, 50s, to in like an 80s with like high practical effects. And I feel like it's funny you mentioned that. I was like, oh, I feel like all four of them you could probably... <laughs> I mean, the fly is easy to just, you know, stick in a corner, but yeah. But you know, yeah, that, that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, non-horror, um, one I was telling you guys last night was uh, Collateral, the movie Collateral starring Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe Tom Cruise is a hitman. At one point, he meets up with uh, a character who's played by Jason Statham in, like, a suit. The whole theory is that that's supposed to be the transporter from the transporter universe, you know? Although it's never really directly stated, I believe. Stated, yeah. Little little things like that. Um, There was... It might have been hinted that the Mummy universe takes place in the G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra universe... Because Brendan Fraser plays a uh, a a commander in there that might have like a similar name to like uh, or, or 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 some kind of relation to the dude from the Mummy. So that's another oh, kind of you know yeah yeah, yeah connection. Yeah, but let me yeah. know if you guys have any. I don't want to hear no yeah. bullshit like uh, oh I think that the the fucking. The, Spider-Man the and Dalai Lama movie and the and the fucking <laughs> Apple movie take place in the same universe. Like I don't want to hear anything like that. I mean, they do. Dala. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I already right. said my joke once earlier. But yeah, you guys, anyone want to go first? I mean, I could go first if you guys want. Um, I, although I did give the examples, and that wouldn't be fair. But I could suck it up. There's a trilogy of movies that I. I went after seeing I feel like they all are almost so similar um, and I will say two of them are written by uh, Tarantino so I guess that, that could be kind of weird or you can interchange those ones but the movie Wild at Heart by David Lynch Natural Born Killers and then True Romance are all three about like a road trip with these like couples that are kind of like eh, like uh, alt culture or like killers and so I was just kind of thinking, like, how kind of cool it would be if, like, they all kind of crossed paths. Or if you just take one of the Quint Tarantino ones, like, I'd say Natural Born Killers, because that one's a bit more intriguing to me. Although there's some interesting Tarantino-esque characters in True Romance, too. So I, I, either way, but while that heart, I just want to see Nick Cage's character with um, Laura Dern just kind of, like, flipping kick out world uh, Woody. Yeah, just kick dancing with Woody Harrelson. And they're just like, ooh, I like the cut of your jib, dude. And it's like, yeah. And like, yeah. let's go fuck up people and, you know, and, you know, protect our girls. And they can also kick ass, too, you know. But oh, that yeah. would probably oh, yeah. first one that comes to mind. Just those, like, again, they're very similar, too, though, with like the style and kind of just the um, motifs and themes. I, you know, I guess uh, one that we had mentioned on the podcast preview previously that I want to kind of bring up again, um, Evil Dead, like Evil Dead 2, oh. uh, uh-huh. Ash reading the Necronomicon, uh, you got Night of the Demons, uh, classic yeah. kids on Halloween go to a haunted house and they get fucking attacked and possessed one by one, and then uh, Boneyard, the Boneyard 
it's a uh, it's a movie where this 350 pound detective has to uh, like solve this uh, child murder case. Uh, and, I thought it was gonna be your catchphrase. <laughs> so, <laughs> I pick titular, and you pick 300 pound lady detective. Well, no, my my titular catchphrase is going to be describing someone in <laughs> extreme exaggerations. <laughs> 300 uh, pounds is like not even like insane to be fair. I, guess. I don't she know. She wasn't even 300 pounds. Okay, so uh, uh, yeah. Okay, so spooky. We watched this movie called Boneyard. <laughs> really fun, spooky uh, 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 <laughs> Thanksgiving horror movie. Um, and I, I was reading about it, and I read a review at one point that brought up uh, like, oh, and, and I don't know. It seemed like it was an official synopsis. It was like, three hundred pound retired psychic detective <laughs> has to like, and then it just went on with the premise. And I yeah. thought that was going to come into play at one point. I thought that was going to be important. Like, it's, it's not even not said. It's, it's not, not even like said. She's it. not even, like, 300 pounds. <laughs> she is a psychic, though. Uh, but it's yeah. a good movie. And you could say that, like, Evil Dead 2 is, like, the catalyst of all of that. Boneyard. I, I just heard about this yesterday. I'm very intrigued in this movie. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to... I, I get the Evil Dead and uh, Night of the Demons. Night of the Demons. I, 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 as soon as you said, I'm like, yes, I feel that. I feel that, like that connection. Oh yeah, no, I feel like those. I, I, honestly, I would throw Demons into that, like that trilogy. Italian movie. Yeah, it's it is a bit yeah. different, but I feel like it's it's very much inspired by Evil Dead at the very least. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, there's a uh, oh shit, you could maybe say a uh, Reanimator. In the Evil Dead verse, yeah. um, technically Freddy. Oh yeah, technically Freddy versus Jason, because oh, the, the Necronomicon. Yeah, is yeah. Um, the Jason Necronomicon X goes to hell. Yeah, the Necronomicon was also in Pumpkinhead too, so you could say that Pumpkinhead takes place in the <laughs> Evil Dead universe. Um, and the Oldsmobiles in Spider-Man, all the Spider-Man movies, so you can see all of those. <laughs> I don't know about Oh, and Drag Me to Hell. Drag Me to Hell probably counts, too, I'm sure, at some point. Drag Me to Hell, it, dude, Drag Me to Hell is in the Evil Dead universe, for sure. It feels it's, much it's like... It's like number four. I, yeah. You can think of... Oh, sorry, I, I was going to say, too, there is a movie called Necronomicon. It's just a movie called Necronomicon, <laughs> which I think came out after Evil Dead 2. I know, it, it was probably trying to, like, hype off, off of it. Yeah. But it's uh, it's about H.P. Lovecraft, who it, it's it's an anthology. It's an anthology about the Necronomicon, and there's a bunch of different stories that could be like a, a prequel or precursor, or whatever side story. But uh, yeah, what about you, Spooky? Well, really quick about the ne- Necronomicon, I think there's like either the Necronomicon in Adventure Time, or like a play on the Necronomicon <laughs> in Adventure Time. <laughs> And in Adventure Time, there's like a bunch of instances of like the, the dead coming back to life. Or there's at least a few, you know? Yeah. So It's uh, like the first episode. Too. Yeah, it is the first episode. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess I have a, I, I feel like a connection. Maybe it's cheap and maybe it's like unofficial and true already, but like, it's kind of obvious. But like, <laughs> I feel like Corpse Bride maybe a prequel uh... to The Nightmare Before Christmas. I see. Isn't there? I see. I think there is stuff, isn't there? Yeah. Like, is there something about that? Well, like a theory, I, I thought. I feel like it's kind of Yeah, I think maybe. it's a theory. But this is all. Well, I don't these think... are all theories, brother. We're all here yeah, sharing our mystic theories. It, right? Putting I it guess... out there in the ether. 
<laughs> for me with my fucking tinfoil hat on right now uh what would the theory be or like how is it a prequel i guess it's just so i mean it, you got to go off of like uh like uh like the cover of it like the you know the the aesthetic of it in <laughs> oh, general yeah, right like, yeah the main characters are both pretty lanky dudes mm-hmm. um <laughs> Jack is described as being like very famous throughout England and France, and I'm pretty sure Corpse Bride takes place like in, in England or France, uh, like in England, the the UK is for sure in Europe or whatever. Um, so Corpse Bride's kind of older. I feel like it's like maybe like 1930s, 19, yeah, like around that time, oh, no, or I even think way further than that. They're, they're <laughs> way further, like right? Maybe actually, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, see, yeah, I'm a corpse and I'm a bride. Yeah, I'm Jack Skellington. But, so there's that, you know, there's that connection. Victor in that movie, you know, very lanky, kind of uh, not charismatic whatsoever. But the whole point of the movie is that he finally kind of gets his backbone at the oh. end, thanks to like. Thanks to like an undead woman from or undead woman from like the like the dead realm, like the another dimension, yeah. right? So there's that thing. There's another dimension in the Corpse Bride, the the land of the dead, and uh, and Nightmare Before Christmas, right? Like Jack Skellington's in like the land of Halloween, right? And there's those, those doors where you go through different portals. So there's kind of that connection, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, and Jack Skellington's like the ultimate like front man. Like he's charismatic as fuck. Everyone loves him. You know, the king of Halloween. Yeah. Uh, and like I feel like that's like where Victor's story would progress. He would gotcha. get to like this kind of you know, being much more of an entertainer, right? Like his family's broke uh in Corpse Bride and maybe like that's how they like get their money, right? Like maybe that's how he keeps Victoria, you know, this know women from like an affluent family even though they're both going bankrupt the families like maybe that's it you know like they he becomes like this ultimate entertainer uh both of them have dogs but that's a common theme in a lot of tim Burton movies even like frankenweenie it's like a a a pale sickly male that has a fun dog my favorite part of batman is when he has a dog a bat dog a bat dog i mean he does maybe maybe frankenweenie uh is a prequel to corpse bride and the little boy Ooh. grows up See, into. Oh no, but is it's... it isn't Frank and Weenie like? Doesn't that take place in the fifties? Because no, I thought about that. So I was like, Ooh. <laughs> like just gaslight his ass. He's fucking with you. He does this all the time. This gift just loves fucking with people, including me. No. <laughs> Actually, I was gonna add. Uh, if anything, I was gonna say maybe Coco, the Disney movie takes like that's the same afterlife, just in the Mexican, like in Mexico. In my head, so my my yeah, I've not seen Coco yet. Oh, no. hey, Coco that movie makes like, me cry. Honestly, really good. It's yeah. so good. It, it's so good. Oh, so my, I have watch a, it. <laughs> I, I get a little triggered now that you say that because Shit, I took somebody on a date to uh, watch that movie, and then they started to cry. But my ass was just like, "What's really sad? What are you crying?" About? <laughs> and so I didn't comfort this person. Yeah, and then they ghosted me, and I'm like, "I should have just cried during Coco." Yeah. You know what's funny is oh, man, my that story shit was just felt something. Yeah, yeah. My broken heart. <laughs> what's coming out of your face right now? I didn't want to be that dude that's like, yeah, I'm a fucking shoulder to cry on, a fucking dick what to the fuck? lie on, you know? So I was just like, let me be like a good person. <laughs> You're watching a movie. And let me talking. About <laughs> I'm a stone wall. <laughs> Whoa. 
I don't want you to think I fuck on the first date, all right? <laughs> why, why you? <laughs> She'll like me if I have no emotions. If I'm emotionally unavailable to anyone, including a kid's movie, that's really fucking yeah. sad. <laughs> Definitely watch that movie. It's so good. Yeah. And, um, I mean, maybe watch it with somebody that you want to, um, <laughs> silence. Well, you know, I was going to say, real quick, funny story on my end for Coco is, uh, I was dating... Uh, someone uh, where she really wanted to rewatch Coco with me, and I was like, "Oh, for sure." And it came out the same day. The Blu-ray came out the same day as Thor Ragnarok, so I bought both of them because I love Thor Ragnarok. And the whole time I was hyping up Thor Ragnarok, and she was like, oh, "I guess," like so. And then I like slipped in Coco, and she's like, "Yeah, baby, gonna get laid tonight." And then I started crying, and she was like, "Ill," and left. <laughs> I'm kidding so about that. You didn't get to slip in anything. Yeah, no, damn. Hey, fellas, everything we do is for a little bit of sniz, am I right? This is true. A little slash. Just I mean, that's why I'm on this podcast, guys. I'm, I'm... <laughs> trying, yeah, man, we're getting popular and we're doing this for the slash. It's terrible. God damn. So, uh, oh, God. Uh, what are um, we talking about? Uh, so, another one I was cons- uh, thought would be kind of a cool pairing is uh, scanners, maybe like scanners versus spontaneous combustion. Uh, that's a, So, scanners, David Cronenberg blows up people's heads. Like, the, the main, that's, the, that's the plot. Um, spontaneous combustion is actually like uh, very similar. It's a Toby Hooper, the guy that did Texas Chainsaw. Uh, and it has Brad Dorf in a really good fucking role where he plays this guy that gets when he gets angry, other people start com- combusting into flames. So it's, I think it'd be kind of fun to have like a fire-based guy versus a guy that can like scan your mind and cause your head. You know, interesting. It's a great I one. It's just a fight like like there's a mm. girl by Brad Dorf's side, and he's like, quick, quick, say something to get me angry. <laughs> and it's just like he uh, just has to keep doing things again. Your shoe looks stupid. Oh, ow! Yeah, I, you have a bad sense of uh, style. <laughs> you told me the opposite. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna make you dinner tonight. Oh, that sounds awesome. Just kidding. <laughs> oh God, I uh, I put I left the toilet seat up. <laughs> I know how much you hate that. <laughs> hey, I made you fish. Your favorite. Oh, thank you, honey. Just kidding. It's chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that that would be my uh, record. It's I, it's easy to put them together. To just have them fight. Just want to see a bunch of explosions and a bunch of fire like going off. Ooh, maybe. Uh, oh my God, uh, fucking mystery men and Kickass. Do they exist in the same universe? Ooh. Or Kickass is Should... a little too real. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could. You know, though, I could see that working because it's like maybe it starts off as mystery men. And then the kick-ass people come, and it's like, holy shit, Jesus Christ. Like, even the mystery men are like, that's a lot of, like, fucked up shit we're just seeing, you know. like having a chill, all right? We just got yeah. shovels over here. <laughs> yeah, we got These shovels got and forts. guys that get naked. <laughs> yeah, like, we got a naked guy, a guy that shovels, we can't see him. a guy with a bunch of forks, and uh, a lady with a bowling ball. <laughs> yeah. And a guy that gets really <laughs> mad. <laughs> there you <Yeah>. go. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right. No, spontaneous combustion versus... Uh, mystery men, just so the mad men can go off at each other. <laughs> That'd be great. What about you, Spooky? You got any more? I have like two more. They're kind of short. I literally just thought of them right now, but maybe like uh, T2 is the prequel to Dune. Right? Because in Dune, there's that like uh, <laughs> it's like a technology jihad, right? Where the technology gets so advanced and they uh, 
the humans are like, all right, we're gonna get rid of that. We still have space travel, like they developed that mm-hmm. through like drug use, mm-hmm. but they get rid of like all technology, all robots, all AI, you know, because that was about to erase their their humanity. I don't know how how real that is, and also Dune is a book that was written before Terminator, so maybe Terminator just like kind of got that from Dune. I'm not sure, it, but. When, when given this prompt, that is something that comes to mind. Like, oh, like that'd be so dope if like that's where those it came universes from. were kind of put together. You know, that's where it, you know comes from. Like that Terminator eventually turns into like a space Game of Thrones. What of what if? Uh, and then the other one. Uh huh. No, 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 yeah. What were you saying? Yes. I was gonna say, what if uh, Terminator and Mad Max that like leads to the downfall? Ter- yeah. Terminator drink all the Max water. Is just Australia. Like Australia is the one area where like they manage to like okay so imagine the bomb goes off right in uh, in L A like you saw in T two and it completely circles the entire planet but once it gets to Australia it's like that's enough <laughs> so no more it's completely fucked oh no we ran out of uh, <laughs> bomb the bomb yeah <laughs> uh, you get away this time Australia. My second one would be a callback to earlier, right? When I was saying, like, oh, yeah, alien species. Man, I mean, maybe oh. species is right, right before alien, right? I mean, even the main species monster is a, a woman, right? The main kind of, like, when I think of alien, I think of the queen. Yeah. And maybe... She's, like, the proto-queen. queen ever. Yeah, she's the proto-queen. You know, they say- got the same shape head, similar design. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of easy. Same, same nipples. Similar design, but maybe... Uh, okay. I will say I prefer that over the Prometheus, honestly. Like I'll take that over yeah, Prometheus right? or Alien Covenant. And then it's like, yo, the 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 ultimate killer of humans was something that humans like created, started, you know, yeah. something you could fuck. Yeah, <laughs> something you could fuck. <laughs> yes, that's great, actually. No, that's perfect. <laughs> it was something you could fuck. So, and all these alien xenomorphs, they're all very sensual in my yeah. Oh, I mean, same design. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. That's true. Everything about all of his designs um but you know what's so funny that you bring up um aliens aliens blade runner those i don't know if those are already confirmed or if it's the same instance where it's like they're like in the same universe or or it's just widely speculated no they are in the same universe because there's a there's a yutani or like a wayland corporation in blade runner i think what's tangently related might be total recall and Blade Runner. I think those might be in the same, or they could be in the hmm. same universe. Yeah, uh, which in turn, thing. Total Recall, Alien vs. Predator, and Blade Runner. Hmm. Something I'm noticing right now is that we're we're making these connections of like these 80s movies, these 80s like horror sci-fi things that they could all be connected, or like Connect. you know, like the demons and yeah. Evil Dead and then Aliens species which was the 90s, but it just makes me think, like, wow, I really love the 80s. Like, just the storytelling, the the media back then, it was so strong. And these all being connected, I'm like, wow, like, there must have been something in the air back yeah. then, you know? Well, to change up the 80s to the 90s, actually, and get a little bit more foreign, one, my last one, uh, one that I've actually surprised that I haven't seen happen, One Missed Call versus or Cross the Ring, or Ringu. I think that would be, like, a great, like, because they're both phone based as well i would love like a yes. scene where they're both trying to call you like they're a race to call you like yeah, sadako like, and mimiko 
Yeah. Oh, fighting inside the phone. They're fighting like, inside the like, text messages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, no. yeah, like text me, please. Oh, call me first. Call me first. She drops her phone. Yeah. And then like you have like the fight scene at the end where like I mean I think Sadako would beat Mimiko's ass honestly because Mimiko's <laughs> mostly just a girl but you know just like there's like a fight scene where they're like grabbing hair and throwing each other into TVs and then like shooting through phones like electricity almost or something. Wait, did did you just say the the main ghost of the Grudge and the Ring? Uh, wait, shit, isn't Sadako that's um the Ring or or my thing? That's the Grudge. Oh my bad. Which what's so- what's Rings? Except with the K, because I remember the movies called like Sadako versus Kayako. Kayako, Kayako versus Mimiko. I mean, fuck it, get all three. I mean, because we did already have the Grudge versus um, uh, the Ring, so that's why I'm like, I feel like. I, huh? Oh no, I was gonna say which I really, really love. Oh yeah, but I love. <laughs> My favorite part about it is that that like paranormal detective guy, because yes, he's great, and he reminds me of like John Constantine. So it's like, fuck, uh-huh. Japan got it right. Not even America. I mean, or like, I guess John's like British, but you know, it's like fucking out. Yeah. But yeah, that's my last one is uh, One Missed Ring. That's what we would call it. One Missed Ring. Nice, nice. So I'm not going to say this is my last one, just in case I, I think of any more. But the one that, that mainly got me thinking about this this premise uh, Wishmaster. And Puppet Master. Okay. Spooky, have you seen uh Wishmaster? Uh when I was like six or seven years old, very, very young. I know the creature design very well. Awesome stuff. Uh my grandmother just how you were saying your dad bought all those like those DVDs that have like a hundred movies. My grandma was also very much into that. She bought got her hands on any kind of horror mm. stuff and mm. that was just always in the background as she like, you know, knitted or fucking cooked fried chicken. There's always that in the background. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, I, I don't remember Wishmaster, though, but I haven't thought about Wishmaster in years. Yeah, Particularly, you're like a, a big Puppet Master fan, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, Wishmaster, very much like a, there's a evil djinn trapped inside of a ruby. And if you, if you rub the ruby, <laughs> he'll give you three wishes. But the wishes aren't what you think they are. Well, it's um, stupid because it's always like, I bet you wish you were dead. I bet you wish you weren't born. And the guy's like, yeah. And then he's like, I bet you wish that you didn't stub your toe earlier. And you'd be like, yeah, I guess. You'd be like, all right, so I'm cutting your foot off. <laughs> it's like, well, it's like, yeah, it's like, you're not been. What a bitch. Yeah, it's like unmake problem, you or some bullshit. Yeah. Like, there's literally one of them, I think, where the guy, like, is robbing a bank and he was like, I bet you wish you weren't in this conundrum. And he's like, yeah. So he turns him into, like, a puddle of, like, jizz. Like, he unbirthed <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. He's like, it's I so... bet you wish this didn't happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, not at all. It's so bad. Uh, but there's some scenes where it's like, uh, I don't know, it, it goes, not like it goes on for two minutes, but it's like, uh, mm-hmm. so you don't like being in this situation, huh? The guy's like, uh, <laughs> the guy's like got a bullet in his leg on the floor. He's like, yeah, this really sucks. I don't know, man. So, would you bargain anything in order to to, <laughs> to rectify? Yeah, well, I guess maybe if there just happened to be somebody who can like maybe give me <laughs> a, make wish a wish or two that could like. If only there was this. a gin around. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's like it's a lot of that. Um, yeah, it's got one of my favorite scenes faster. in the second one. But yeah, I'll leave it at that. Oh my god, yeah. Watch the second one. Watch the first one first, and then watch the second yeah. one in that order. Come, come over. I, I have... 
I have the Blu-rays. Let's watch them. Yeah. Yeah. Don't watch the third or fourth ones. Oh my god. Yeah, they're fine. They're bad. They're bad. They're bad, but it's. Are they the Wish versions? Oh. Very much. Nice. No, actually, the Timu version. Sorry. But yeah, that slotted in with the Puppet Master. You know, I think they also got their. Oh, well, I think the titular Puppet, puppet Master uh, got his powers from a gin as well. Hello, Puppet Master. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he got it from, like, ancient Egypt. And I can imagine it being yes. like, uh, oh my god, the puppets are the only ones that could beat the jinn's magic, or the Wishmaster's magic. And they have, like, a, a big old puppet fight where the, uh, it's going to be like, I bet you wish your puppets were alive. And he's like, they are alive. And they're my family, and we're <laughs> stopping you. <laughs> and that's when Dom Toretto comes in. Did you say family? Yeah, he's a puppet too. Shit. Actually, the one I would love to see is uh, Leprechaun versus Wishmaster, and they're both just like, "I bet you wish you were cooler and better." No, I bet you wish you okay. were cooler. You know. Or maybe they just um, keep, they keep trying to outdo each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why so they're trying like, to like outwish each other or something. Yeah. <laughs> No, the Wishmaster and Puppet it. Master would be pretty damn sick, though. I mean, Puppet Master is like, obviously, I, I haven't seen as much as you, Spooky, probably as far as the Puppet Masters, but those movies fucking go pretty hard. Uh, the good ones, yeah, the good ones do. The good ones. Do. The second one's the best. Uh, talking about Puppet Master really makes me want to watch that. The, that second one's so good. Hell yeah! That was the last movie we watched together before I moved out. Puppet two? two? Shit. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's should do a reunion. Uh, where he's wrapped up. He's wrapped up. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, such a good, like, design just out of nowhere. Like, it's 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 so sick. Yeah. I love it. Okay, so I've thought up a couple more, actually. Um, this is one I really like. I don't know if... I mean, you probably know one of these movies at the very least. Or both of them. You know, I don't know if all of y'all heard these movies. Uh, but these three movies all star vampires and very much should just be like in the same canon across like America in different parts so we got Vamp the 80s movie Near Dark the other 80s movie and Lost Boys I think that's also an 80s movie but they're all all about vampires very great like like the vampires being misfits Uh, Lost Boys I mean it's like in Santa Cruz there's this like you know like little gang of vampires just kind of fuck around uh Near Dark is great. Like Near Dark and Vamp, highly recommend. This is probably two of my favorite vampire movies. Near Dark is like a Western vampire movie, but it takes place. Yeah, it's like it takes place in the '80s. Look up like if you go on YouTube, look up Near Dark bar scene, and you'll like. That's the scene that will get you. Uh, but yeah, it's just like, it's the Catherine Bigelow who was dating James Cameron at the time, or married to maybe, and so it has a lot of aliens cast members. Like it has Vasquez Bishop. Um, uh, Hick, not Hicks. What's his name? The game over uh, man, Hicks. dude. Hicks. I, thought, Hicks. I think it's Hudson. Hicks is the Hicks. other. Yes, Joker. Um, it says the Joker in it too. Uh, but yeah, they're just kind of like a oh, roving Gabe, group. You're being a real Joker right now. Oh, it's Joker. <laughs> and the thief. So, and then just Vamp is like this really cool movie where this guy kind of goes into like a nightclub, a strip club in the after dark and there's I think they're like passing through town like him and his friends and it turns out it's like a vampire like hangout kind of like um uh Dust Till Dawn I guess but just 80s and 
in like a LA city kind of vibe. Oh, from dust till dawn. That's another good. Yeah, it's actually, yeah, that too. With, uh, <laughs> shit, but that and Evil Dead. So yeah, <laughs> Just everything. Uh, yeah, put everything in Evil Dead. Yeah. Um, if you want, I have another one I think you'll really like, Gib. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah, I want, you go. Yeah. So before that, one, one I thought of, um, this actually might be, uh, I don't know. Okay. So, so, uh, Dead Alive, the Peter Jackson movie. The, yes. uh, the rats, the, it's the, oh, the rats yeah. that cause the zombieism are known as the Sumatran rat monkey. And I think the island of Sumatra is where King Kong is from. In the Jackson or, remake? In the, in the Jackson remake, yeah. yeah. Um, I think I remember that, yeah. <laughs> so, so or there's like a, there's like a, no, no, I think it's, um, cause it's still Skull Island, but there's a cage that says Suma- uh, Sumitran Sumatran rat monkey. rat monkey. Yeah, from Skull That's Island. what it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, 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 it's like, that's the Easter egg there. And that's, that's wild. That's, uh, that's fun. <laughs> this like really goofy, like practical rat monster next to CGI King Kong. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> sticking out like fucking god that'd be t- way too fucking crazy of a movie zombie villagers and a giant king kong yeah no shit yeah that, that, that's a good one it's uh, king kong and uh dead alive i mean yeah zombie tribe members would be fucking i'm just wondering too if that zombie plague could spread to like the t-rexes and like giant bugs or <laughs> just kind of make it fucking more horrific i can go i think this is one you'll really like gib um I was thinking, like, what if Night of the Creeps, because that takes place, I think, 50s, I think, right? No, well, it takes place. Or it starts off in the 50s. And the 80s. Yeah. 80s. Okay. It still works, but let's say, like, after the, like, incident of Night of the Creeps with the the worms, maybe they kind of go into hibernating or so, and then they evolve into Slither, essentially, like the bugs from that. Yeah, yeah. Or even, or have you seen uh, Slither? Spooky. For me. Yes, I love that movie. Absolutely. Even um, I want to say that the slugs come from like a uh, a meteor, so you could even say that like it's the same kind of uh, like the blob. Because what? Well, no. So Night of the Creeps opens up with aliens shooting out a fucking oh, an experimental yeah, like leech slug. Yeah, um, you could right. just have that same thing happen again, but it's, it's uh, just slither. It's like a yeah, maybe like so a crazy. like it's like a evolved version of it or something. Dude, that's I mean, because awesome. they very that's much literally... yeah, same like yeah. vibe and shit. Uh, what? I do love that. I do love that. And there was one more. Speaking of uh, once you said night of night of the oh. living dead and return of the living dead, technically oh yeah, uh, return of the living dead is like a spiritual sequel. Yeah, Th- that that series. I, so when back when I wanted to kind of do YouTube I kind of wanted to do like a video that goes through every spinoff because then there's the Italian zombie movies yeah. which are kind not really but it's just like a name only and then there's like the sequels to Day of the Dead and then there's all the sequels to Night of the Li- or uh, Return of the Living Dead so it's just like a fucking hodgepodge and then there's Flesh Eater which we I think we talked about at the beginning of this podcast too the fucking and yeah, yeah, flesh eater. Um, also, can't forget to put house into the Evil Dead verse. <laughs> well, it's funny actually. 
I have one for House was uh, with The Gate. I don't know if you've seen The Gate, which I guess also could go into Evil Dead diverse. I have seen The Gate. The Gate is so good. The Gate I was thinking, what so if that good. was like, what if like that house with The Gate just turned out to be like the neighbor or the same house from House or something like in the future <laughs> or some shit. Nice. Well, you know what? I don't think. We've connected everything we can. Over, yeah. I think everything we can of, for Evil Dead. Yeah, we've all decided that this is the Evil Dead verse. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That we live in currently, right now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, the Dalai Lama movie uh, also connects to Evil Dead. There we go. It does. It does. While uh, while the Dalai Lama does is uh, sucking on kids' tongues. Um, Evil right. Dead is. Uh, yeah. Th- so there's gonna be a scene where there's gonna be a scene in the crossover. Where the Dalai Lama is like, like, oh, come suck on my tongue, and the camera's like zooming in on his tongue, right? And the audience, we're gonna be like, no, no, but then it's gonna I, smash uh, cut, to, smash cut to Ash, who's like about to rip out a tongue of like a fucking oh, dead nice. or something. <laughs> I, I have one edit. Yeah. One edit is all I'm gonna That's say. That's perfect. I love that so much. Can, can we have it from the perspective like of the throat, so the camera's like shooting from out, so you see the tongue in the foreground, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like like yeah, a we'll rainiest shot. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Back so it's like, ah, let me suck nice. your tongue. Uh. Yeah, tongue cam. <laughs> yeah, basically. All right, on that note. Um, <laughs> Do you have anything <laughs> you could connect to the Evil Dead verse? <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> yeah, I think on that on that note, um, we should probably get to plugs. Probably get to start plug, 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 and plug, 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 and away. Spooky. What do you have that you'd like to plug? What do you think our uh, what do I have? our listeners should do? I, I I have a I have a couple. If you guys are in the Bay Area, or even like, but yeah, no. If you guys are in any of the cities on the East Bay, you guys should go to the the New Park New Parkway Cinema. Oh, nice. Actually, yeah. it, I Dollar. Do you know if that's actually what it's called? I always get it confused. It's like Park. I think it's New, New Park. Or? I think it is. Yeah, New Parkway. If you put New Park in a theater, <laughs> I'm sure you'll see You'll it. see with couches. Uh, it's such a... Yes, it's such a dope fucking movie. They make their own slushies. They yeah. have, like, food. They have, they have a cool... They have a bunch of cool stuff. I feel like you guys, since you play D&D, they... I think they have a D&D yeah. night there. I go to the draw and then they have, sometimes. Yeah, the draw nights. It just seems like a cool place to, like, take, like, a new person you might be trying to court. <laughs> and watch Coco. <laughs> And watch Coco. Yeah. Uh, actually, last month they had like a uh, oh, Spanish heritage. They month. had something. No, uh, oh no, wait, wait, it was it was in August. Actually, it was something yeah. called the Blood and Popcorn Film Festival, where I it was a bunch that. of like, yeah, it was a bunch of like local um, California movie makers uh, that you know they were debuting their films like in theaters, um, and it was also it was like movies from like the past like five six years. Um, all being played there and then it was trailers for upcoming Bay Area filmmakers like movies and they were all horror themed and it was oh, super nice. dope uh, I went there and I thought of you guys I went there uh, on a date with um, my partner but it was very very like us, wow okay. <laughs> yeah it was definitely I was like man the whole time. I was like man I wish I had dick in dick out right now instead <laughs> I wish I had dick in dick out right now <laughs> Both sides, both areas. Let's go. Uh, so it was, uh, it was super dope. I would say, yeah. Any any listener that's like 
Bay Area based. Or come visit. Down for a little bit. Come visit. Come visit us. Go watch movies there. It's super dope. They'll have like little like anime showings too of like these, you know, those old ultraviolet 80s, 90s animes. They'll have stuff like that. They'll have, um, they brought, I mean, this is a big thing for me. I'm a, I'm a big like combat sports fan. They sometimes will show like MMA fights there randomly. I think that's so dope and weird. It's like right up my alley. Yeah. Um, they have that there. They have, um, they have like trivia night. They have karaoke. It's super cool. It's really dope. Um, you know, it's right next to like uh, an Asian supermarket too, which is like that's like my dream date is like going grocery shopping, and then going to a movie. Like it's, it's perfect. It's right I would, there. I would do it the other uh, way around because your milk's gonna spoil. I was gonna say, all right, let's see, put everything see, in the car. <laughs> we gotta take my, it with see, us. The thing with me with 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 grocery shopping, I don't get Fair. shit. Unless it's like snacks and it's like, yo, oh. sneak those bitches. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Taking so, a cabbage or yeah, something like know, that. So that's fine, but that's <laughs> no, not anything I'm not. But um, besides that, what would I like to plug? I'd like to plug, you know, the the conflict right now going on in uh, Palestine between Israelis and the Palestinians. There, a lot of uh, Western media is like really twisting what's going on because the West. I mean, most. Uh, I'll say this kind of like begrudgingly, but. Like, most places you would consider are a first world country that are European, like in descent, like the UK, Australia, France, uh, America. They are re- their media is really twisting, uh, like the history of this conflict. Yeah, and uh, you know they they make a big oopla about forty dead babies that there are no photos of, but then ignore seven hundred kids blasted away in like a day. Yeah, and then also ignoring just seven decades of conflict that. Um, I mean, uh, I, where I went to college in Cal State East Bay, there was a pretty big Palestinian population there, um, as well as different populations from all around the world. East Bay, a very diverse school in the Bay Area and California in general. Yeah. But um, I'd like to plug that in, guys. Do some research on that. Um, a bunch of my friends from my hometown, from our hometown, Dala, like they're they have oh. Palestinian uh, relatives. You know, um, there's a big Muslim community. Um, so, I mean, keep your eyes out for that. Don't believe what's being peddled on these things. Even politicians like AOC and Gavin Newsom, these people that are supposedly for the people, are really, really condemning Palestinian um, Palestinian fighting back, you know? Um, look into that. Look, uh, yeah. I mean... Do your research, I mean, yeah. Don't... Yeah, you know, uh, Hamas, the, the quote-unquote terrorist organization out of Palestine, does not represent all of... Palestinians there, especially the children that are being killed every day. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd like to plug that in. I'd also like to plug in uh, schools. Just uh, we're severely underfunded um, across the board, even charter and uh, OUSD unified school districts. Uh, I mean, it it's really bad right now. Um, it's funny or not funny. It's I'm a music teacher at. Um, a few of these Oakland schools and it's their first music program they've had in like years either a decade or half a decade yeah you know so um, the, the funding there it, it, it's bad you know just go to board meetings even if you're not from OUSD even if you ain't from the Bay go to the board meetings from your your like local, local spots school. yeah and, just do uh, like a yeah you're, like go down the, the to each city almost or something or to each district and just kind of you know jump in whenever you can support yeah, you know, and like if there's, if you don't 
like to vote for local government or uh, you know just state federal like na national government mm -hmm. vote for your school board stuff man like because parents did it for my school and we got funding you know where there's change is gonna happen and it's yeah you know they can't ignore us if we show up with numbers and especially with parents right yeah. students if they show up and if students show up themselves, uh, changes can happen. So I would just like to promote that. You know, go to your school board meetings, man. So oh yeah, go. love it, love it. Snap, snap. I agree. Hell yeah. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got for in, in terms of plugs. Um, yeah. Oh, man. Go eat some tacos, man. <laughs> nice. <laughs> go watch. Get some porn at Rasputin. I'm just kidding. Get some porn at Rasputin. Porn. Also, they were selling Halo Reach for the Xbox 360. <laughs> what a for like three nickels. What a tone fucking, shift. Uh, Sorry, just so. <laughs> yeah. At, <laughs> at Rasputin, so I was like, yo, that's that would have been legit. I yeah. remember renting that movie from Blockbuster and spending like twelve dollars renting it, just continuously renting it for nice. four dollars. Like it's there for fifteen cents, guys. Go God buy damn. that shit and go buy porn. Right. We'll we'll do. Support your local pornist. Um, I'll go next. Right. Uh, I want to plug, you know, just the usual social media. It's kind of just um, you can follow me at dadala.art. You can follow the No Dumb Idea podcast. Uh, you can follow Gilding's account on IG. These are all on IG. If you have any questions or comments you want to send, um, you know, anything goofy, or if you even want to like, you know, reach out for like support, like how to support some causes. You can always reach out to our email at no dumb idea at gmail. Uh, and I'll just also plug, you know, take care of yourself and hug a loved one. Do it right now. Put down, like, put pause this, go find a loved one, hug them real quick, even if it's an animal or a plant, and come back and play this. Yeah, it's, uh, it's tough and trying times, and, you know, no, no, no dumb idea is very much a leisurely, fun hangout thing that we do, but, you know. Uh, the Palestinian people are being targeted, and it fucking sucks. And uh, we stand with Palestine. Uh, we stand with the Palestinian people. If you come from any culture with an indigenous background that's been uh, through colonization, you should oh. stand with these people exactly. because it's the exact same thing. Same but thing. it's happening in modern times, y'all. Yeah, Just, um, Israel is colonizing Palestine and it's it's one of those things right. where it, 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 they're, they're gonna turn that land into a parking lot y'all yes welcome to podcast number two where we get really fucking serious I guess just final some final parting words on a lighthearted uh, lighthearted note the titties balls farts j uh, jizz cup uh, nice tr uh, tripping downstairs uh, not, not getting kicked in the mess did ass. I say farts uh, you can say it again. A uh, louder fart. One more time. A louder fart. Um, a shart. A shart, yeah. Alright, guys. Take care. Bye.